Graham Couch of the Lansing State Journal joins the show, and gee, I wonder what we're going to talk about. Uh, but first, Harlan Barnett introduced as the interim head coach of Michigan State. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Spartan friends, Spartan family, Locked on Spartans listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to another day of Locked on Spartans. Your team in green and white five days a week in the good times and in the bad times. Clearly. Uh, hey, there is a game going on this Saturday. The last episode this week will be our preview episode between the Huskies and the Spartans. Tomorrow's show, Brian Smith, Locked on Recruiting Expert, joins because... There's some recruiting fallout with everything going on. We'll get into it a little today and also segments two and three. Great chat with our guy, Graham Couch. You ever want to reach out? LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com. And please rate, review, and subscribe to this here show. It's Locked on Spartans. Again, I'm your host, Matt Sheehan, and let's get ripping and roaring into the episode. Tuesday, early afternoon, Harlan Barnett, a guy that's been at Michigan State for it's what seems like his whole life, minus a small stint down in Tallahassee introduced as the interim head coach of Michigan State. And nice opening statement, you know, talk about how galvanized the team is and said, quote, we have a mission to complete and we are mission focused. So set the tone early right off the top. But then, of course, was asked by the fine media contingent a few questions. The first one being about Mark D'Antonio reunited. And uh, he pointed out, Harlan Barnett that is, that Mark was the first one to give him a coaching job back at Cincinnati in 2004 and remarked, quote, brings a calming presence, the wisdom, the knowledge of being a head coach, a successful one at that. So yes, uh, some comfort with Mark D'Antonio added. We talked about that yesterday, that a lot of the players are fired up. Uh, Just having that, just like Harlan Barnett says, calming present back on the sidelines in Mark D'Antonio. That's only going to help things a little bit here. Uh, Also, Barnett did remark this as well. Quote, I wanted to be the head coach of Michigan State, but not in this way, obviously. That's always been a goal of mine. And Harlan, who cares how you got here, baby? Who who cares how you got the head coaching role? This this should be celebrated. We all take weird paths in life sometimes to get where we want to go. You're head coach. Don't feel bad. Celebrate it. So I highly doubt he watches this show, but if anyone in the Barnett family wants to point, uh, pass that along, be my guest. Uh, Harlan Barnett also mentioned that he plans to meet individually with every single player on the Michigan State team, and that's no small task if you're unfamiliar with how many kids can be on a college football roster. So many that a lot of the kids wear the same jersey number because it's over 100 kids. Uh, he's met with about 27 players already, aiming for another 20 later on Tuesday. And this is amongst all of the normal team operations, position group meetings, and all that stuff. So I, Harlan Barnett might just be on the Buddy the Elf sleep schedule, just getting a smooth 15 minutes of shut-eye per night here. But man, he's... He's taking the role seriously uh, right off the jump here. So, yeah, yeah, you've earned the head coaching role, Harlan. Come on. Just an, another example of that. Now, of course, it's not all just, you know, picking daisies and having a good time here. One of the underlying issues here is, well, what players are going to stay? Or which ones are going to go? And we get into this uh, with Graham Couch quite a bit here in segments two and three. But the transfer portal does reopen up in the middle of the season. And... With the new, I shouldn't say new NCAA rule, it passed a few years ago, but you can play four years of college football in a season and still maintain your red shirt 
so like a whole fresh year of eligibility. Are any players going to bow out halfway through the season, see greener pastures in the transfer portal, keep their red shirt, and use this year of eligibility elsewhere? It'd be naive to say that wasn't a worry, but he was asked about this at his press conference. And uh, Harlan Barnett, if he's worried, he, he's not coming off as a shook individual. He said, not one, not one, nope, not one. And that is when uh, he was asked if any players have expressed plans to leave or transfer midseason or just preserve that red shirt like we just talked about. So, again, I, 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 would, I would maybe bookmark that quote. Uh, I, I think it would just be a, a little... I don't want to say foolish because that's a mean word to use, but I, I, I would expect at least one kid to leave in the midst of all this. I mean, it, it is unstable here. Let's just call it what it is. It's it, it's not the ideal college football season situation these kids are in. But let's just you know put a pin in that for later. Uh, now, we're going to talk more recruiting tomorrow with Brian Smith. It's almost 30 minutes of the show of just non-stop recruiting talk. Brian's awesome. Love having him on the show. You guys love listening to him as well. But we're going to talk recruiting here for a little bit because Mick McCabe of the Free Press wrote an article about Nick Marsh, top 100 kid in the country, top recruit for Michigan State right now, the 2024 class. And he spoke with Nick for a little bit. And before we get into the quotes, I, I did see that there were, I was going to say some MSU fans, but I think it was more than some MSU fans, annoyed at this article. Guys, how... Uh, may I guide your anger towards, I don't know, maybe the head coach of Michigan State football, Mel Tucker, that put us in this predicament in the first place because uh, let's all be adults about this. Recruiting is like half of college football, and when your class is only 13 kids, it, you know, it's not like Mick McCabe had a huge list of numbers to call. Like It is just a 13-kid class, and Nick Marsh is by far the gem of this class. Yeah, we're going to want to talk to him and see what he's thinking about this whole situation. Nick Marsh said, quote, I'm just waiting it out. I want to see how the coaching staff plays out at Michigan State, see if everyone is staying. Who's the new head coach? I actually want to see what happens. Which, I'll pause here. I got to say, that's probably reassuring to hear from Nick Marsh. Now, this is a kid that has committed to Michigan State and then decommitted from Michigan State and then, in July, committed again to Michigan State. Does he want to do this for a third time? And also, he has visited Michigan State more than any other campus. He does have a tight relationship with Courtney Hawkins. I know that every single other school that wants Nick Marsh has been calling Nick Marsh, and he said as much. I mean, he has said that other coaches have been calling him because, well, look, I, predatory or not, that's just what good coaches do. They call top rank commits. That's what good coaches do. Now, coaches at not good programs, they pick up the phone and call. Never mind, we'll move on. But yeah, I mean, this is just what's happening. I mean, it, it is an unfortunate circumstance. It is the way of the college football world. But yes, all this turmoil at Michigan State. Hey, Nick, it's your friend James Franklin from Happy Valley. Or hey, it's Marcus Freeman from Notre Dame. Like, it, He's probably getting a lot of calls from a lot of people. So anyway, back to the Nick Marsh's quote. Uh, he said, there's a lot to think about. He could have deceived me as it comes as it pertains to Mel Tucker. And then also, we're going to leave you with this quote right here. Courtney, that's my guy. Talking about Courtney Hawkins, of course. He gave me a phone call a couple, a couple hours later. He said he's waiting for things to clear up and get more information. He said he's waiting it out, and I'm doing the same. This is going to be something I ask Brian about tomorrow, is that what is going to be most fascinating moving forward here from a recruiting standpoint 
Because for me, in my opinion, it is what assistant coaches stay. And it's not as easy as, oh, Courtney Hawkins just decides to stay. He gets to be here in East Lansing. Like, no, the, the next head coach that comes here obviously is going to have a large say in that. Now, if he's smart, he would keep Courtney Hawkins because not just for Nick Marsh's recruitment. No, no. I mean, he has developed a lot of young players already here at Michigan State. We've been seeing it so far this season because, again, Michigan State has played two games this year. I know no one remembers those anymore in the light of everything, but the receivers have been shining. So we'll see. If it was any other position or any other kid that isn't local, I would be a lot more worried. I still am a little worried about Nick Marsh's commitment, but with Hawkins here, with the decommitment commitment already happening twice, and I, I, I think it's only a DEFCON 3 with Nick Marsh, not 2 or 1. But hey, stay tuned uh, for more of those conversations as we move forward here through this whole saga. Now, before we get into a little break here, I, I, I twisted a, you know, a, a knife into Michigan fans yesterday. We had fun there. So I'll return the favor. I'll, I'll twist a knife into myself right now because emailer Zach at LockedOnSpartans.com. This is just too funny not to mention. Or maybe it's not funny at all. You could be the judge of this. Does this whole Mel Tucker situation count as another Locked On Spartans jinx? I don't remember the exact episode or quote, but I believe you said something along the lines of, hate to break it to you guys, but Mel's not going anywhere unless there's some sort of scandal. Obviously, this whole situation sucks, but thought this might be something to get a chuckle out of. Well, thank you very much for the email, Zach. And no, not once did we say, hate to break it to you guys, but Mel's not going anywhere unless there's a scandal. I didn't say that once. I said it maybe like 20 times <laughs> this offseason. Whenever Mel Tucker's contract was brought up, I would always leave the conversation with, hey, you know what? There's no hot seat. He's not going anywhere. There's $70 million left in his buyout. We're in this marriage until like 2027. Unless there's some massive scandal that breaks out and locked on Spartans fashion. Look at us go, baby. Woo! Um, yeah, Zach, that, that unfortunately is going to count. Or fortunately, I don't know. We'll see how the rest of the situation plays out. It's going to be very messy, but uh, whatever. I, oh, okay. All right. Nope. We're going to talk with Graham Couch here in a hot segment. First, need to talk all your ears off about eBay Motors. That's right, gang. eBay Motors, the best place to get your automobile needs. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps you ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts to your number one ride or die, you will always find the exact part that you are looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or it's your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. I love that line. That's a good line. Uh, with all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebay.com slash motors. Again, ebay.com slash motors. eBay guaranteed, guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And also, hey, if you are in East Lansing this weekend, Dress to be impressed, or also the following weekend against Maryland, vintage apparel game. That's right, vintage apparel at Spartan Stadium. What better place to go than homefieldapparel.com? They got all the vintage logos you are looking for, or some of the vintage logos that you don't even know existed. Like before Homefield Apparel, I'm wearing my Michigan State golf 
shirt with the Gruff Sparty Golf logo. Never knew that thing existed until homefieldapparel.com dropped that glory on us. So, Go to homefieldapparel.com, or even if you're not a Michigan State fan, they have hundreds of schools to pick from. Great attire on there. Go to homefieldapparel.com, but before you check out, smash in promo code LOS23 for 15% off of your first order. Again, that's homefieldapparel.com, promo code LOS23 for 15% off your first order, homefieldapparel.com. Hey, here's a man that's not busy whatsoever this week. His name is Graham Couch. He does great work for the Lansing State Journal, the Couch and the Root Podcast. You guys know who he is. It, it's Graham Couch, the man, the myth, the legend. Graham, are, are we doing okay? Truly. I'm doing I'm doing fine, yeah. I apologize for my professional attire for people who are watching this. But, uh... <laughs> I mean, that's considered the Locked On Spartans tuxedo there. Baseball hat, T-shirt, like that's your dress in the nines Excellent. right here on this show. Graham, I, I want to kick this chat off with the question on everyone's mind here. Did anyone in the history of mankind have better timing than Matt Charbonneau of the Detroit News having his final day on the beat being Saturday, roughly six hours before this all exploded? Like, has anyone ever, ever done better with timing than him? No, it was pretty good. Now I believe he was technically working on Sunday, and I didn't see him around too much. But oh, yeah, no. but uh, <laughs> but yeah, he had he had uh, yeah great timing. And if you're ever going to exit, that was a good day to do it. Yeah, he walked out of the building before the dynamite exploded, which I you, you can't do it better than that. Um, Grant, this is messy. Uh, the last time that I recorded, we did not get to Mel Tucker's statement. We did not. We did not get to Brendan Tracy's statement on Mel Tucker's statement, or Gretchen Weber even had a statement. Everyone's joining the party. Everyone's got something to say about this. <laughs> How messy is this going to get? I mean, it, this should not be a surprise. There's roughly seventy million dollars at stake for all parties. Um, how long is this going to drag out? Just how annoying is this going to be, Graham? It's a good question. I mean, it at least goes through. The, the Title IX hearing um, in yeah. early October, and then, you know, a little bit after that when there's, you know, decisions or appeals, whatever comes out of that. Um, but when there's that much money involved, I, I have to imagine that, that Mel Tucker is going to want most of it or some of it and try to get it. And so what that means, I don't know. Um, you know, it's some because I, I do think he, he'll be fired after that, and I, I don't think that Michigan State is going to fire him with the understanding that it's going to pay him. So... That that is then going to going to make things a, a little bit messy. Um, I think Michigan State will have the cause to do so, though. So I don't know what yeah. leg Mel Tucker will have, even um, if there are some things that you know that if you know he has some decent points, or this wasn't the worst crime in the world, or all you know there are lots of things that you know, people can point to there. But mm-hmm. you know this is somebody who is a a leader of young men on on campus who's supposed to have uh, good judgment. And some self-control, and uh, you know, and obviously there's the thing that she was a vendor on campus, somebody he brought in. Like, the, yeah, the, there are just, and, and he's embarrassed himself in the campus in, in, in Michigan State as part of this, and that's part of his contract. So, I, I don't think there's any way uh, that he ever coaches Michigan State again. The, the the hearing will determine a little bit about you know where it goes financially. I think a little bit, but um, it could get messy. Um, it could also be, you know, to this point, it appears Michigan State has at least handled it pretty well, other than the press conference the other day. And the, but, but it's different, you know, but I'll say this, you know, as, as much as I was critical of them for the press conference, 
it is better to screw up the messaging than to screw up the process. Yeah, definitely. And it, to this point, based on not just what I've learned then and since then, and other colleagues have learned, it appears they 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 done this correctly, mostly at least from what we can tell, and that's that's a positive sign for a place where things haven't always gone right in the Title IX process. So, um, so from that standpoint, from the MSU standpoint, from the uh, the real the the criticism of Michigan State's handling of this, I think that those that, that could be a relatively short story, and uh, you know, people looking into that, we could discover in short order that 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 was done okay. Mel Tucker goes eleven and two last year. You know, back back to back eleven win seasons. I'll just ask the question. It's a very uncomfortable question, but hey, it's college sports, baby. Winning solves a lot of things. Cram, what's the conversation like right now if? They did have a recruiting class that, you know, could not just entirely fit in an elevator. Like, it's a small recruiting class yet again. Five and seven last year, uncertainty in the program. It, is this a thing where, hey, if they do have another New Year's Six Bowl game last year, different rhetoric from the fan base, you think? Uh, it's, I, I we, hope not. Odd, awkward question. Yeah, but no, no it's, a, spot it's, here. <laughs> it's a fair question. It's, it's yeah. absolutely because winning changes the way people feel about it people and it, and it just allows ask Georgia over- right just ask Georgia right yeah because right people are emotionally invested in Michigan State football this is something they care about and so when yeah. that, when they and, and when Michigan State football does well and gives people good feelings and good vibes they're going to stand up for that however I do believe that people right now are tired of everything that's going on at MSU of this sort of yeah. thing Yep. And so I think that, like, I have noticed just in terms of, there are people who are like, hey, Mel Tucker should have his, his day in court. That's a fine opinion. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And, but I, I also think that there are more people than I have, um, that I have seen previously when there have been situations like this that are quick to say that's it. People who were in his corner very recently, people who had high hopes for him. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I think that this specific act and that it happened at MSU uh, is just really disappointing to people. And I think there's there's just such a low tolerance for it. Um, and and again, I know it's not, this isn't OJ Simpson here. You know, this isn't some, you know, sure. like, I mean, right. I think that's a, it's important. I just, um, but he is also the highest paid state employee. He is also the football coach of the program that is the, 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 is the largest athletic program in, 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 in at Michigan State University that there's just so much that he's been trusted with. And I think that I think people recognize that you can't really trust him anymore. And it's just like who this all happened with. I, I've, this might be my 75th time re- reiterating it this week, but if it was Betsy from Fowlerville, like that's a little different than the vendor that you brought on campus who, oh yeah, advocates for sexual assault awareness. Like my man, there are a lot of other people that you could pick in the world. And uh, you, you chose one of the possible worst options here. Now that's just something that's going to be on your Wikipedia page forever. And I don't see how him and MSU, him and recruits, him and the fan base can just go skipping through no. the dandelions. How do you, all how, do you, how do you get donors on your, your side? How do you, how do you, you don't. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, he's lost the donor base at this point. And, yeah. and I mean, I think that is, something to, to be considered not not in terms of whether he should come back but just when you start to think how realistic in any situation 
could be of him coaching again beyond, I think, how the players would look at him, how the fan base would look at him. And um, I, I just, I, there's just no path. There's no path for him to coach again. The, the suspension to me is, is sort of temporary until you get to this point where it, yeah. there's a decision in the Title IX case. No doubt. And we're going to flip the page here. We're going to talk, hey, happier days, Mark D'Antonio, because it's not just a great pass. It's also, well, a very near future. But first, Graham, I'm so sorry. You're a very nice guy. I got to send you to the bench show because I got to talk the people's ear off about Jace Medical. That's right. New teammate on the Locked On Network, Jace Medical. Go get yourself the Jace case. What on earth am I talking about? Well, the Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case into your household or your car, your RV, fill out a simple online form, and in some cases, just jump on a quick call with one of their board-certified physicians. You never know. When you're going to need some life-saving antibiotics or, hey, let's say your doctor's out of town or you're out of the country, just throw it in your luggage. It is going to eliminate the hassle with storms, shortages, pandemics, the reliance on supply chain issues. We need to be prepared now more than ever. Again, it's simple. Go online, fill out a form, and then you get the prescription of life-saving medicines right to your door. The Jace case gives you peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to the medication in an emergency, you just simply have it in your house. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using my code LOCKEDON. That's all one word, LOCKEDON, at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. And let's get Graham Couch off the bench here. Very, very generous with his time and another fun field week in East Lansing here. Um, hey, Graham, this is fun. Mark D'Antonio's back on the sidelines. Simple question. Like a home run move by Michigan State, all things considered, not, not just from the coaching aspect, but the donors are very important people. The players, I would say, are very important people. Is it pretty obvious move to bring him back? Uh, you know, I don't know. Um Okay. I don't think I don't think his role will be as big as some people might. I think it's very much an advisory role. Um, yeah. And for Harlem Barnett, somebody he trusts and knows. Uh, but you know, the thing if you're trying to get a successful season to work, you've got a coaching staff that's been building toward this, mm-hmm. and knows the players, knows the systems, uh, has all that in place, um, and. They're going to run this thing. Harlan Barnett is going to oversee it and, and run it as the head, as the acting head coach, and 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 D'Antonio, I think, will have more of an advisory role. Now he is somebody with a wealth of experience, and he's yeah. you know in a lot of ways a beloved figure. His legacy is is I think only improved since he left, and um, and I, I think he has value, it, 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 you know, as long as he understands and doesn't <laughs> too much insert himself and in everything. But I don't think he has the, the control to do that. I don't I don't think they'll do that and. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's an interesting move. He obviously, if this goes at all, well, it, it only increases his legacy as the guy who, who came back. But I, 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 I do not really know, um, you know, what, to what extent his role will be. They didn't lose their defensive coordinator. They didn't lose their offensive coordinator that, right. you know, they, they really didn't, you know, I mean, if anything, they, they, they lost a, a, a secondary coach in a sense as he moves to the head coaching job and Hey, that was that was uh, Mark D'Antonio's specialty at one point. Maybe he'll do some stuff back there. Who knows? Yeah. I, I don't know. And, and I think he will be a, a sounding board for Barnett, um, for, um, you know, for players, somebody to talk with, somebody who's just like, 
a good vibes person to have around too. And somebody who understands how this stuff uh, needs to work and, and has been through adversity before. What does this change for Michigan state like on the field this season, as far as, you know, Hey, we're at the end of the year. It's the last week of November. Like, do you change some predictions? Like are there some games that you think differently about? Because certainly unless I've missed something, Vegas has already dropped the spread to four more points. I think it was 11 and a half before the story broke. And last I checked on FanDuel, it's at 16 points. Our Spartans are that heavy of underdogs here, unless I've missed something. That, that, yeah, that, I saw it. Was, but it was on last week. It was 16 before the game on DraftKings. It, was. Stayed, it stayed steady. So I, I, okay. Think, okay. I, think, I think Vegas doesn't know, and it's already a big number. Uh, so gotcha. I think certain, some places may have had it lower, but but some places have, have, have held steady. Um, okay. And, Good to know. And with 16 is a huge number for a road team coming in. Oh, it's big. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's it's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, and But it's also, I think, um, a number that I would be like, I I wouldn't tell people to bet Michigan State here. We, we don't know what we're going to get. Yeah. But I would also not be able to tell people to bet Washington at that number on the road. You do it, not bet. It's it's so weird. I know. On the road <laughs> very often, unless you have a truly dominating physical matchup. And that is not this. This is not, Washington is not a program that physically, this is not Nebraska 95, Alabama a couple yeah. of years ago. This is, this is not Georgia. Um, they are a very good team with an excellent quarterback who's turning 36 tomorrow. Um, I mean, it's been around forever. Talk about a guy who will, like, I can't imagine D'Antonio walking back into this being going, what, Michael Penix? I know, right, yeah. (laughs) He was around when I was coaching. He torched us in 2019. That, I mean, that's going to be a a, a challenge. Um, He is, that passing game's good. The team is really good. And football is ultimately about execution and focus and talent, and they have enough to win big, but, I think Michigan State has enough to hang in there. I think they'll be a motivated group. Uh, I actually think Michigan State will be pretty focused this week, pretty dialed okay. in. Uh, it's going to be a tough early week, but I think they'll be uh, wanting to prove that they're more than this. That they're, you know, some will be playing for Mel Tucker, maybe some will be playing for themselves, some will be playing for each other. The coaches on staff, proving that this can work. It, it's um, it'll be important for for Harlan Barnett that this this goes reasonably well. Um, I think the questions are coming down the pike when it is very hard as is to get 18 to 22 year olds to focus all week. And that's why you have such fluctuation and it's hard to know what to expect one week to another with, with college football. And they're going to, their resolve is going to be tested and their focus is going to be tested because they're not good enough to not have games where things go wrong. And so how do you respond to that? When Mel Tucker gets fired and I believe, and I need to look into this, but the transfer portal opens up for 30 days immediately what happens then? And the, 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 I need to look at it because if that's the rule, even in season, oh, this doesn't yeah. happen in season very much. But if that's the rule in season, that's a really bad rule. The rule should be the transfer portal should open up to all these kids, to be fair to them, immediately after the season. But they can't play somewhere else anyway this season. Why should they have to give up part of the season? Why should they have to make that determination yeah. in the middle of the season? They should have as many data points as they can get about their current situation, the, the staff, whether they're going to bring in a new staff, keep this staff, um, you know, whether they want to be on Michigan State's campus, how the rest of their fall goes. I mean, I think that's one of the only good things about the timing here for the players who are really kind of screwed over here is right. if this happens in, 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 in July and, they're, you know, then they're making a decision whether to transfer or not late on the latest data point being, well, Mel Tucker's gone. What does that mean for me? What does that mean? I'm making my decision with only that. 
that's the new recent thing. How different things are going to be, I don't know. What they're going to do eventually, I don't know. And you may have time to find a good spot. You may not. It, it may not work out. I don't think it would have been the best for them. In this case, and now, again, the transfer portal will open up after the season anyway. But mm-hmm. some of these guys have transferred once before. It is those right. guys that, that deserve the, the option to, to decide what they want to do. And I believe you can enter the transfer portal and still play. So that may be the answer. But then it looks like you're you're walking away from your teammates, but maybe you have to put your name in and play the season and then you can, and then you can go. Um, but I, I think the one good thing about this for the players now is they will have more data to, to assess. This has happened. Mm-hmm. The emotion of this will be 10 weeks old yep. and they will be able to say, okay, what's happening here? Do I still like this experience? How's the season going? What's the program at? And, and, and make, I think a more informed decision for themselves. Right on. And that's a good silver lining. I mean, that it is early in the season and not late in the season, I guess. But Graham, thanks a lot for your time here. Uh, I mean, you're about to head off to this Harlan Barnett press conference. Uh, oh, so if we great. miss anything that happened later in Tuesday, um, sorry that we missed that. But yeah, this is the best time to record. And really quick, I just want to get you out of here with a fun question. Or maybe it's not fun. I'll let you be the judge of this. Uh, Graham, more likely to happen. Mel Tucker coaches another game for Michigan State University in the year of our Lord, 2023. Or Mark D'Antonio coaches a game for Michigan State in 2024. What's more likely to happen, in your opinion? Oh, well, Mel Tucker's not coaching another game for Michigan State. So so that's a hard zero. Okay. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, unless something – because he hasn't handled the messaging well on this either, in, in my opinion. And so, like, it, yeah. it's only dug in and made it worse. Um, you know, there are ways – he, he, needed, he needed a different attorney in a – PR crisis firm and, and some, some, I mean, this could have been done differently there. The, um, but I don't see Mark D'Antonio coaching in 2024 either. I would put both at zero. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but if you wanted a point one, I would give it to Mark D'Antonio. Yeah. Okay. There we go. They just bang out nine wins here to end the season. They go back to Pasadena and he gets, Ooh, the itch back on his back that he's got a scratch. Love it. That would be uh quite the storyline but god it's it's so looney tunes and east lansing lately i can't rule it out completely it would just make too much sense for something absolutely positively crazy to to happen here but hey until it happens graham thanks a lot for jumping on man this is uh this was a fun time in a week where it, it depends how you look at it uh it was very not fun uh or maybe it was i don't know everyone's got a different taste here man so re- really appreciate you graham anytime Gang, we will be back. Brian Smith, recruiting expert of Lockdown Spartans, because, yeah, uh, recruiting is going to be a conversation here. All right, until then, love you all. Go Green.